Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. I don't know about you, but I could certainly get used to two NFL games on a Monday night. I love it. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Tuesday, October 20th. I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. World Series Game 1 tonight on Fox, 8.09, first pitch at Globe Life Field. A sellout crowd of 11,500 anticipated. Fans wanting to attend Game 1 between the Dodgers and Rays will need at least $1,100 to get into Globe Life Field. That's from the latest data from Game Time. That is higher than last year. The average ticket price for the first two World Series games at Minute Maid Park last year was about $950. So limited supply pumps up pricing. I'll certainly be watching Game 1 tonight, also looking at the ratings as the series unfolds. Let me know your thoughts on the upcoming World Series. Staying with baseball, we talk a lot about real estate development by pro team owners. We'll add the Boston Red Sox to that group. The Boston Globe is reporting that the Red Sox are looking to develop a long-term venture that would transform the neighborhood just outside Fenway Park. They will unveil a five-acre project that would feature office space, apartment buildings, retail, possibly a hotel with public space and green space, all the natural ingredients that go towards a mixed-use development. The land is currently owned by the Fenway Sports Group Real Estate Division and the D'Angelo family. The D'Angelo family, of course, owners of the sports apparel company 47 brand. They also own the souvenir store across the street. From Fenway. Here's what you need to know. Such a development would do a couple of things. It would allow the Red Sox to leave their small office spaces in Fenway Park. If you've been to those offices, you see the team really needs more office space. In addition, it would also free up room in Fenway's concourse area, so it could have implications in widening out areas of Fenway Park. More detailed plans are likely to be filed in the next year, but this could be a major development around Fenway Park and in Boston. Let's shift to the NFL because this is not surprising. But the Cowboys set a new season high for attendance last night, announcing a paid crowd of 25,174 for their game last night at AT AT&T Stadium. Those numbers are by far the NFL's highest in a season of, of course, limited or no attendance league-wide. Let's shift to NFL ratings because our John Oran in his SBJ Media Newsletter last night had some pretty positive developments on the ratings front for NFL partners. The best story for Fox on the NFC package is in Chicago where the Bears at 5-1 and one are posting very strong local ratings. And of course, if Chicago delivers well, that's very good news for Fox because if Chicago delivers and Green Bay and the Packers stay strong, that could provide a very strong Midwest ratings hub for Fox. On the AFC side, CBS executives are very excited by the Steelers. They are 5 Their win over the Browns on Sunday garnered a season-high 36.6 local rating. Those are good numbers for the AFC. Underperforming markets, we've talked about it before, New York and Los Angeles. So we're continuing to watch NFL ratings as the season unfolds. What more can you say about Doc Emmerich? 
Yesterday, the outpouring of compliments and respect for this person, unlike anything I've ever seen in sports broadcasting, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman was on a conference call and told Emmerich that he has simply been magnificent at your craft. Another common theme cited by the New York Post today was just what a good person Emmerich is. So well-liked, so talented, and now what's next? Well, with his announcement that he will be stepping down from NHL broadcast, most eyes point to Kenny Albert as a strong candidate to replace Emmerich on NBC's coverage of the Stanley Cup Finals. But Andrew Marshawn, who's been on this story from the start, cites today that one name that cannot be ruled out is Mike Tirico. Tirico, of course, is getting a larger profile at NBC Sports. Marchand notes that he figures to be in the discussion when NBC Sports executives decide what to do next. Marchand also notes that Mike Tirico is a hockey guy and has called a few games for the network over the past few years, but again, cannot say enough good things about Doc Emmerich, and he will certainly be missed. On the NBA front, I thought Bill Simmons had some very interesting news on his podcast Sunday night. He said the NBA will have meetings with its TV partners this week to think about a start date for next season, and all consensus leans towards starting the season sooner rather than later. There's been some school of thought that they would delay, 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 and see how the coronavirus improves. Simmons's point of view is that they're going to try to get the 20 21 season in as quickly as they can. Maybe 70 games, don't do an all-star break, get it done by mid-July, so then you can get back on schedule and start the 21-22 season on time. Simmons noted that NBA owners learned that their ratings in August were very soft. They don't want to go up against the NFL in September and October. They feel that they certainly suffered from that, and they want to get back to the time frame that they own, namely May and June. A couple of things to finish up here. I remember first meeting Nigel Eccles and his wife, Leslie, years ago, and I learned so much from them. They are incredibly smart, and they were out front in the whole gaming and gambling and daily fantasy space. And now Nigel Eccles and Rob Jones, two co-founders of FanDuel, have raised $5 million in funding for their latest venture, Flick, which is a mobile app built as a sports chat platform that allows sports influencers to engage with fans during live games. So an interesting concept. I mean, know that there will be a betting component to it. That's what Nigel brought, of course, to FanDuel. The reason I bring it up is because Nigel Eccles is incredibly forward thinking. So I'm going to keep my eye on Flick and see where it develops. Finally, Turner Sports formally unveiled plans for Capital One's The Match, Champions for Change, latest edition of its golf competition. This will be held Friday after Thanksgiving, a good time frame in the afternoon. Phil Mickelson, Charles Barkley, Steph Curry, Peyton Manning, that should be fun. TNT will televise it. Bleacher Report will have its own digital content leading up to it. This version of the match will highlight diversity, equality, and inclusion through donations to HBCU programs. So that's a great, great component of Capital One's The Match Champions for Change. So, a lot going on on this Tuesday, October 20th. That is your Morning Buzzcast. Game 1 World Series tonight. Enjoy it. I'm Abe Madcore. I will talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex. 
equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.